Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Fill Your Cup. I'm Serna Stoss. And I am Jackie Shamus. And we're back with another week, another episode. And this week's episode is very personal, very real, very honest. Yeah, it's realizing the role you play in your own suffering, which I think a lot of us do, but don't realize. Can you give me an example of the last time you feel like you played a role in your own suffering? Yeah, so I think... I mean, it could sound vague, but I think a big one that used to come up a lot for me and still does, it'll creep up on me from time to time is when someone doesn't act in the way that I expect them or want them to. Mm -hmm. And then I start getting upset about it. I start thinking everyone's out to get me. They're not acting, which is an incredibly selfish way to look at things. Like you cannot control how other people act. I think also... Thinking of everything that's going wrong instead of thinking of all the amazing things I've been blessed with. Yeah. So I can totally relate to you because this week and I'll get into it and we'll get into our health (laughs) journey. That's a whole nother episode, but I started a very intense gut protocol that I'm doing with my doctor, who is both of our doctors. And it's a long story, but basically I felt very sick and I felt awful and I was just in a really bad mood and I was playing a victim. And then I caught myself and I said, hold on. Yes, you feel sick. Yes, you're detoxing and all of these things are happening, but it's all for the greater good. It's all to heal your gut. So Mm. you might have to experience this now, but it's for the better. It's for the best. And we did a similar protocol because then I remember, and you're going to get on the medication that I was on. And I was like, but then, and I, I said too, I was like, listen, the first week was awful, not awful, but just your body's different. But I think especially in situations like that, where your body needs to heal, being in a bad mindset makes it even worse. Yeah. So, but a lot of people aren't aware. And the fact that you were so aware and like snapped yourself out of it is huge. A thousand percent. I want to go back to what you just said of expecting people to act a certain way and expecting things from others. Mm -hmm. How do you think society or people kind of manifest that? Or how do you think that, why do you think that role plays into people's suffering? That's such a good, oh my God, you're so wise. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I can learn from you. um, I think that, I think also being aware that, I think we like to, point, uh, point at people, but I think being aware of how you do it too, is such a big, you have to be conscious and aware of your behaviors. I think that we, without even asking the person or really just for, we expect people to behave in a way that we want them to just because. Yes. And even if it's, I want my sister to do this for me. And she says she can't, if I ask her and she doesn't do it, I get upset. Right. Or just little, and if it doesn't work for her, but I have to be okay with, okay, you know what? That's fine. She doesn't want to do it. You can't force people to act a certain way, to be a certain way, to say certain things, to do certain things. You can only control your actions, your thoughts. And which is ironic because once you start controlling your actions and your thoughts, other people start to change around you for your betterment. I was about to say, it's one thing if you've told someone, for example, I've gotten to a point in my life where I will tell people it's something they do or maybe how they're showing up for me bothers me or, you know, doesn't satisfy me. Um, And if they change their actions after the fact, which we can talk about us, Mm -hmm. um, 
that really says a lot about them. But at the same time, you cannot control how someone acts. And that's something that you really have to learn. How someone acts towards you has nothing to do with you, but more to do with what they're going through and just how they are. And you can't change someone. A thousand. And I think expectations are one of the worst things because when you expect uh, too much out of someone, when there's been nothing to show you that that's what you would get out of them, you set yourself up for disappointment. I've really started to let go and I want to hear about you, but I've started to let go of expectations because I always felt like this is such a silly example, but when birthdays came around as a friend, I always, and you are just like me, so we're the same, but I always felt like my gifts and everything I did and everything I planned was so thoughtful and so grandiose. Mm -hmm. And it always is. And then when my birthday came around, it almost felt like it wasn't reciprocated. Yeah. And, and I had to, I used to get upset because I'm like, they're not showing up for me the way that I'm showing up for them. And you expect them to. And it's all expectations. Yeah. But not everyone is, and I'm not saying we're perfect, but I'm saying not everyone is thoughtful the way that Mm -hmm. we are. And that's a gift that we have that we're able to think that way. But letting go of that expectation, it's such a silly thing, but letting go. A thousand percent. And I think that there's, I don't think, I I think certain expectations, like you can communicate them to someone like what we've been doing and her and I, if something bothers one of us, her and I will say- Let's give examples, by the way. Yes. And I think one of the big ones was communication between us. And then when you expressed to me, uh, this is how I feel about this. And then I, like, you're one of the most important people in the world to me. Love you. And (laughs) it's important. If you love someone, you care about how they feel. And you are going to- Obviously, if it's a request that's insane, that's a like, different story. I need you to send me a thousand dollars every. You know, <laughs> that's <not> insane. <laughs> you would be like, "Here you go, here, Jackie." Yeah. But, um, uh, but I think that it's our relationship matters to me so much that I want to. I want to make sure that we always have this good relationship. And if you love someone, you do, you don't want to hurt them. You want to make them feel great, and that's why our friendship, and vice versa, like. Yeah. That's why our friendship has kind of been so amazing all around. I think it's really interesting because for us, something we've learned throughout this journey is how important communication is with everyone in our lives, with family, with friends, with work, with everything. It's like setting standards and boundaries for communication Mm -hmm. is so important. And so for us, like we've learned that, for example, she's learned that uh, like we have just learned communication is important in our friendship, whether yeah. it's, Hey, how are you doing? Whatever, whatever it is. Or Hey, I'm going to be MIA today. I can't, you know, and I will give an example of something that made me smile that Serna did. <laughs> <laughs> and you can talk about yeah, my craziness yeah. too, but you, there was this one time where we got an, I wouldn't say an argument, but I just let her know that I, um, I f- work gets crazy. And I just felt like, the communication wasn't there during the day. Right. Mm -hmm. And one day she went to New York and she had a very crazy work day. And she texted me being like, meanwhile, I know she has a crazy day. Jackie wasn't expecting. And she was telling me, she told me in the morning, I have to do this, 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 and this. I wasn't expecting any text. And she texted me. I surprised me. you. She texted me and she goes, by the way, I'm going to be MIA today. I'm really sorry, but I'll text you I'll when text I get- I'll text you as soon as I'm at the hotel. And it made me smile because it just shows that people who care for you will make, the, make that effort and change 
the way that they communicate based off of what you need, need from them. Yes. And uh, you, I think that another thing that is, I think both of us, if you weren't such a good friend to me, obviously we wouldn't be doing these things for each other. But I think also I used to have anxiety that Jackie would be mad at me if she was a little drier on text. Yes. And then I remember I texted her one time about it and I was like, I honestly like get this panic over me. There's uh, something about New York because I think I was in New York. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, and I remember, and she goes, Serna, I promise you. And then now whenever she's a little drier, she'll text me, by the way, nothing not about you has nothing to do with you. I'm not feeling well mm -hmm. or, so, and then I feel better. And we've just really, I think both you and I have really been, um, mindful about what the other person needs in the friendship. Yeah. I want to sidetrack a little bit just because I feel like when it comes to being a victim of your own suffering, yeah. one of the things that has played into that in the past is social media. And I want us to be very honest about what we used to do, and at least I can talk for myself, what I used to do oh, yeah. um, and how my tactics have changed now. Yeah. Okay, so- Social media. Social media, how has that played into your suffering in the past? Just things you have done and where are you now with it? Because I can be <laughs> honest with you and tell you yeah. where I am with it and mm -hmm. what I still kind of do, but I'm curious. Um, I've had, I love that question that you're asking because it is, I think one of the biggest role, it, social media is one of the biggest things that plays into our suffering, mm -hmm. even though social media isn't the problem we are. And one of the biggest ways is, so one of the things that is a big red flag for me <laughs> and I shouldn't be checking, but it just, I don't know. I, I as a woman, I'm going to be honest, a lot of women, it's not just you, yeah. I've done it. I'm sure a ton of you have done it, but yeah. go ahead. Um, is if a guy is following just like a bunch of IG models and every girl's likes, uh, and I'm not talking about friends and like in terms of like family, friends, friends, gr girls you're friend friendly with. And obviously, but I think that that is one of the things that for me really throws me off. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I still will. I I've done it recently. Same. But I'm not going to lie. We're going to be honest here. This is percent. we're healing together. And I don't like it because it makes me overthink and it makes me like kind of take a step back from if I'm seeing someone. But I also think that affects me the most because it's a respect thing. I completely agree. And I think social media is very interesting. And it's funny because I think that if you were in this past relationship now, you would have let the person know. But besides the fact, I think that it goes into comparison. And mm -hmm. that is one of the most toxic things that comes out of social media is comparison and comparing whose photos they may be liking and who they may be following. And you know, just comparing that person to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that also a big one is, is who that person allows to have access to them. That's a great point. Because if you have no standard with who has access to you, I don't want that. A thousand percent. I think going back to what you just said, I used to do that a lot and I still do. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'll check to see yeah. who they're following or I'm not going to lie. People that I follow, girls that I follow they're liking their photos mm -hmm. and it's like, Oh, okay. What is, the, it, makes what you, is it about them? And it's, it's human. We all compare, but it's, I think, and you kind of 
taught me this is stopping yourself whenever I feel like going into their profile and maybe seeing what they're doing and seeing who they're interacting with, asking myself, what good is this going to bring me? And And you taught me that. Yes. And you, and I think that one of the big things, I think it was like, uh, Caroline missed or some, one of the authors and it was, (laughs) I'm done with this mic. (laughs) Um, uh, that said, always ask yourself before you do something, what are the consequences of this action? And is this, can you repeat that please? Mm Always ask yourself before you do something, what are the consequences of this action? Is this bringing me to who I want to become? Is this bringing me closer to who I want to become? Or is this bringing me back into a place of ego and just questioning yourself? So that really helps. And I think you and I have tried to put that into practice more and more. Yeah. And I even think, and I think a lot of people out there can relate to this as like a content creator, you need to stop comparing how your stuff is performing compared to other people because you're different. You know what I mean? Everyone you cannot compare because social media is weird. Like something, sometimes it decides to push something and sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes you think something is going to do really well. And sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes you think something that's going to do really bad, you're going to delete, but then it blows up. Like you just stop comparing. Yeah. And, and I think that Jackie and I always talk about this, but that's another, you're playing the role a big role in your own suffering by doing that and by putting a value you are not and this might come off a little corny but your value doesn't depend on the likes the followers that is not who you are who you are is how you make people feel who you are is just the good you have the light in your soul and that's who you are because mm-hmm. you can see these people that put up this crazy front on social and their life is miserable yeah it's you said it the other day social media is a highlight reel It's a highlight reel. And I also think we can't think of your life without social media. Are you, my thing is when I'm putting content out or whatever I'm posting, whether it's a personal thing, is it something that I feel good about? Is it something that a message I want to put out there? Is it something that is helping others? I think that's how we think. Yes. Instead of thinking, is it going to do well? Yeah. Or is this going to get attention? Is this... And that was, I think, before in our unhealed era, I was more in what is going to get the views, the likes, the, you know, when I was in my weasel era on TikTok. Yeah. Something I struggle with sometimes and that I think we both have navigated is letting go of the past and making something it is not. And I think that that is one of the biggest ways you can suffer. A hundred percent. Do you have like, what is the last experience you have that you felt like you were making something it really wasn't? Um, I think the big one was, uh, well, that relationship was, I was trying to make someone into something that they're not. Mm -hmm. And I think that you gotta, there's that quote by Oprah, when someone shows you who they are, why don't you believe them? Yeah. And I think that's a big thing. Also making up scenarios in your head that aren't true. Yeah. And when you don't even know the context of anything and we love to do that as people. So I think becoming control, controlling your thoughts and knowing this isn't even true, but I'm making, I'm wasting my energy on making this scenario that there's no reason for me to believe that. Yeah. What about you? You know, what of the very similar, I think with our dating experiences, a lot of my dating, ex- dating experiences, I've made people who 
they're not. When they've showed me their true colors, I didn't believe them. And I try to kind of make this fantasy out of the situation. Um, But going back to what you just said, one of the quotes I always tell myself or one of the things I always tell myself when I'm making up scenarios in my head is, who told you that? That's a good, that's so good. It's true because if you were to tell me I have facts that this happened, then okay, I believe you. But if I'm making up scenarios in my head, he doesn't like me, he thinks this, and you actually got me through something similar this week. Um, Mm. He doesn't like me, he doesn't this, he whatever. This is, you know, I'm not going to get the job. Who told you that? Yeah. Did someone tell, did you get an accept uh, a a rejection letter? Because if you haven't, then stop telling yourself that. A thousand percent. Um, and I think that another, another thing that we've become very good at is that has changed my life is surrender. We suffer because we don't surrender. Yes. We don't, the uh, Michael A. Singer, Untethered Soul. He goes, how crazy. Another book she gave me. (laughs) (laughs) He says, how crazy is it? that you as one person think that you can control the universe and what happens around you. No, you can only control what you do with what happens to you. Yeah. Your reaction to what happens to you, not, and surrender. That is when my life changed. When I surrendered and said, if this job or if this person doesn't happen for me, that's because it was never meant to be mine. Right. And I think you have the same kind of outlook. Like, what do you think about that? I think, you know, going back to career, I can speak off. uh, I can speak to this because this summer I decided to take a leap of faith. And I left. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I left a situation where it was a very stable situation and I liked it, but there were things that were changing that just didn't align with what I was looking for. And I, I truly wish them well. And I, love them still. Yes. But it wasn't aligning with me anymore. And And it was a really difficult conversation that I had with you a lot where I was like, am I making the right choice? But I surrendered. And when I left, I felt a lot of anxiety because I didn't have something necessarily lined up. Something solid. Something solid. Cause everyone wants a, you know, solid job, which is another expectation. And I'm sorry to interrupt, but, uh, which is another expectation society puts on us that don't ask someone, what do you have? What's, do you have something when they leave a situation? I was figuring things out and it's funny because the world gave me appendicitis and I was forced to sit (laughs) down for two seconds, three days after I left my job. But anyway, I felt a lot of anxiety, but I, this summer I surrendered and I, you know, I actually, they always say that you should remove yourself from the situation for a little bit. So I left Miami, I went to New York, I went to Boston and I was just trying to remove myself from the mindset. And as soon as I got back from both, everything started lining up. Everything. My old clients started reaching out, asking if I was, it was just the craziest thing, how things- Without you even- Without me even trying. trying. It was just everything lined up and now- I'm really, she's in a space where she's going to have to deny people. Yeah. Because she's like, I I can't, I'm too spread thin. And it is. And I said, the universe loves courage. Yeah. And when you stand up for your, it was her. I was so proud of Jackie because this was one of the, you can talk the talk, but do you walk the walk? Right. And you were able to walk the walk because you said, if this happens, I'm not going to be able to stay. Yes. And it happened. And it happened. And it was the universe testing you to see if you're gonna stay true to yourself. And you did. And you really got me through that. But I think 
what was the point of that? Well, it's the career. It's oh, suffering and surrendering. when it doesn't, doesn't like happen for you right. too. Right, but yeah. also just surrendering and being like, what what is meant for me will come for me. And I've always thought about doing my own thing. Yeah. And now I'm doing my, you know, it's a thousand percent. And I think it's just the beginning, but, and then the same thing I have that. So with cultivate and sissy, I hadn't, we, sissy and I talked months before. Yes. And I remember it just wasn't, a it wasn't aligning. We want, we really liked each other, but it wasn't happening. And I was like, you know what, if it's meant to be, it'll happen. Four or five months later, Sissy comes back and says, can we talk again? And now I've been there for six months almost. And I am, I could not be- It feels like have, so much longer. I know, but it's- But it's crazy how when something, and it's funny that happened to me with my last job, but it's funny when something is meant for you, surrender, it'll come. It'll come. And it, whether that's a relationship, whether that's- um, you, a job, a job, pregnancy. A lot of people are like doing so many things and, and putting so much pressure without, you know, just not surrendering. Yeah. And as soon as you surrender, it, it all works out. You have to, you have to let go and know that there is a plan and you can't mess with divine timing. Yeah. There is divine timing. And they also talk about divine justice. This is another thing that we are really big as people on getting revenge. That's also how we play a role in our suffering. We want to get revenge on someone that did us bad to maybe get them, make them jealous, to ruin something, to stir stuff up. And third law of uh, physics is what you put out, you get back. And there has not been one person, you can't do ugly things to people and expect to live a beautiful, blessed life. Yeah. And even in, in one of the books I've read, Seed of the Soul. Yeah. <laughs> um, by she will, we're going to put together a, a book recommendation yes. list from yeah, her. By Gary Zukov. And it says, when you don't see that karma is coming back from someone, it's because the energies are in the process of being balanced. There are things that that person needs to go through. So don't worry, but also don't be caught up in that person getting their karma. They will. You don't yes. have to get involved. You don't need to do anything. And you don't want to put yourself, that's also suffering because you're taking it upon yourself to get revenge when that's bad karma for you too. Yeah. So it, trusting. Trusting. And also something that I think I've realized that it has changed with the way we act is, well, something we're working through actually is not basing our past reactions and our past experiences, not letting that affect our current situation. That's what I've been doing with my current situation. And we've navigated through this together. And I think Jackie's helped me so much. Do you want to kind of explain it's, it's all about communication, what happened in the past and how that has kind of, um, not affected because I think you've done a really good job, but how, how you've navigated that now, what, happen, what yeah. happened in the past? So I think that with my previous relationship, it was a lot of inconsistency. It was a lot of highs and lows, like love bombing in terms of like, I want to like, would send me essays. I want to marry you. I want to have your kids then like would go off the map for days and then come back, like send me essays again. It was a lot of hot and cold. And so I'm like, now seeing someone and it's we love it for her <laughs> i love you but you know i think that i brought a lot of that anxiety into this situation when that is not the same person yes and that is and i have to like surrender and know that i can't it's not fair to put someone someone's actions from the past onto this person right i think so just to give an example there was a day 
mind you, this guy is it's such a sweetheart. And whatever happens, what happens. Yeah, but this guy is so consistent and has shown consistency and has has really proven himself to Serna. Yes. And one day something happened and those she texted me. I remember she's like, is it bad that I haven't heard from him? I don't remember exactly what happened. And I thought, no, this guy's completely she calls different. Me. Jackie calls me when she goes, Serna, she goes, no, don't do this. She goes, and she always tells me. I call her out. And she goes, in what world do you think this person wouldn't like you? Like, it's like those yeah. things. And I start getting this anxiety and I'm like, and I start putting, again, I'm putting myself through suffering because I'm putting scenarios in my head of what could have been the reason when it's just my past trauma. Yes. Which is okay. Yeah. We all have past traumas. And I think it's what I respect from you is that you recognized it and you let it go. Yeah you realize and you're like, that's not true. And then he did show up and it's just, it's going to happen. But it's, I think the whole point of this podcast is how do you navigate those intrusive thoughts? And how do you know what you have? I, it's a crazy amount of thoughts that go into your yes. brain all day. And, but we do not even make an effort to stop the ones that are, there's something called automatic negative thoughts. It's proven in psychology. They come in, but we give so much emphasis to them and we really hone in on those versus the positive ones, the ones that are useful. So think about it. What thought is this thought bringing me again back to, is it bringing me to a better place? Yeah. Or is it because your thoughts and your emotions are all intertwined and that is going to determine also your physical health, your mental health, your stress levels. You and I have been through, I mean, you got appendicitis and your body reacts to stress. Yeah. So crazily. Mm -hmm. So I think, re and that's when you had to take a step back and be like, Jackie, sit down. Yeah. It's funny because, um, the universe sometimes forces things into your life. And the thing with me is I get really stressed and anxious easily. And I start overthinking, um, and when I left my job, I was, of course I was overthinking and I was getting really anxious, but the universe gave me appendicitis. And the thing with me is I'll be like doing meetings and meet with everyone and do a hundred like things. I will never give myself time to yeah. rest. And so the universe was like, I'm giving you appendicitis <laughs> three days after you left your job Yes, and you still have your health insurance, by the way. So you're welcome. Which was insane. Yeah. That was crazy. But you are, I'm forcing you to rest for two weeks. And sometimes you just have to trust whatever happens and not like, I think the universe was showing me like, stop overthinking. And same with us. It's just stop putting these intrusive thoughts into your head yeah. and focus on the positive things. Like, what did you get out of that job? What, yeah. you know, is it, is it good? You know, are you happy with the decision? Which I was, I was very That's sure about it. And I think with you, like just with life in general, it's really interesting how we always focus on the one negative comment mm -hmm. and not the a hundred positive comments yes. or the a hundred positive. Like if someone, let's say you wore an outfit and one person is like, I don't like how that looks on you, but everyone else is like, this is a, the, your best yeah, outfit. You're yeah. Gonna, you're focused on that one comment. So it's letting go of that. Yeah. Letting go of that. And also the only person that can validate you is you. Fill your own cup. And I, I think we've learned that no amount of weight loss is going to make you feel better because no. it's for the wrong reasons yeah. because at our thinnest we were unhappy we were sitting at home counting uh we would weigh zucchinis on a food scale yes. with by the way trigger warning yes um, sorry we no but I, we'll, yeah. we'll give trigger warnings we 
we're doing all of this to sit at home and not live our lives. And so I think you're the only person that can validate yourself. You're the only person that can make you feel good about yourself. No partner, no um, family member can do that. And once that happens, then people start responding to that energy and then they start, see, how many times have we gotten when we've, you're glowing? Wow, you're just in a different, they see you in a different yes. light because you did the inner work. And that's when your physical glow up happens too. Yeah, it's really crazy how when you start focusing on the inside, your outside starts to change and you okay. look different. Like you just, it's a glow. And we, it's a glow. We, we've been glowing for a glowing. <laughs> um, But I think, you know, I think this was a very helpful little snippet of know. what, and I think that this is such a, and we're, we're going to expand on these topics. Yeah. I think we want to give you guys a little bit of, um, like a, a taste, a little sip and ease into it with you guys, because it's also therapeutic for us to talk to about talk. these experiences. And I think it's really amazing because it reminds us, reminds us of how far we've come. Yeah. But thank you guys. And I have to ask you, yes, <laughs> what is one thing you did to fill up your cup? Oh yes, this week? I forgot about it. Even though we're filming on the same day, but what's another thing you did to fill up your cup? Um, another thing I did to fill up my cup was I I didn't answer a phone call. I was with you mm-hmm, from a friend that I just knew was calling to complain, and I would feel guilty about it before, but I I had a lot. I don't even have to make an excuse, but you don't have to answer every phone call and you mm-hmm. don't have to be there for everyone all the time. You, you can always be there for someone, but if in that moment it doesn't work for you, don't be afraid to just say, Hey, it's not a good time. Yeah. Which by the way, I'm really proud of you because I think the same way that you've said about me, you are so selfless and you are always there for people and mm-hmm. will pick up the phone and let them dump on you mm-hmm. and it drains yeah. your energy you're, we're both like the queens of that. And then, yeah, but you really, and I'm glad you set boundaries and you're you. like, this is not happening. I love you. And you, I said, no, which is what you said in the first one, but I had committed to an event. I told you this, it was like a yoga event and I committed as life of the shameless. And the morning of, I was feeling really sick because of my gut protocol. And I said, no, and yeah. I, because I don't want to show up anywhere when I'm not feeling a hundred percent. And honestly, you have to take care of yourself first. I don't, I know I'm sure it upset my friend who works for the company, but I have to fill up my own cup first and make sure that I'm okay Yeah. before I commit to it. And anything. you're the most dependable person. So if you got, there's going to be moments where it's not, you're not going to feel good about saying no, but it's going to be for your greater good. Now your mic is falling. Hmm? <laughs> The mic. The mic. We just want to hold it. We just want to hold the mic. So thank you guys for listening to Fill Your Cup. If you haven't followed us already, please follow us at fillyourcup.pod on Instagram and TikTok and email us with any questions at fillyourcupthepod at gmail.com. That is fillyourcupthepod at gmail. Ooh, fillyourcupthepod at gmail.com. It was almost perfect. I love you. I love you. Thank you guys. We love you. And we can't wait to see you again on Monday. We'll see you Monday. Bye. Bye.